Welcome to day 133 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today are 2 Chronicles chapters 22 through 24 and Psalm 56. Here are some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Yesterday's readings concluded with the unceremonious death and burial of King Jehoram. He was succeeded by his son Ahaziah. Chapter 22 tells the story of Ahaziah's brief reign and the subsequent reign of the only queen in Judah's pre-exilic history. Interestingly, the chronicler reports that it's the residents of Jerusalem who made Ahaziah king. This phrase is a bit unusual and could indicate that in this time in their history, the citizens of Jerusalem were exerting a little more authority than normal. The shadow of the wicked king of Israel, Ahab, continues to be cast over this period of Judah's history. The text states that Ahaziah followed the ways of the house of Ahab and that his mother, Adaliah, who was from the house of Ahab, encouraged him to act wickedly. No specific sins of Ahaziah are listed other than that he entered costly alliances with the Israelite kings and then got into wars that he should have avoided. These connections to Israel ended up getting him killed by Jehu when he went down to visit Joram, the king of Israel, while he was recovering at Jezreel. Jehu killed all the northern Israelite ruling house of Ahab, and Ahaziah of the house of David ended up being killed along with them. Besides being Judah's only queen, Adaliah was also the only ruler of Judah not from the line of David, so her six-year reign represents a break in the Davidic dynasty. The endurance of the Davidic monarchy is, in this text, both threatened with and saved from extinction by the actions of two different women. Queen Adaliah attempts to eliminate any of the potential Davidic heirs to the throne, but her plan is thwarted by Jehoshaphat, a daughter of Jehoram, when she saves one of her nephews, Joash, and hides him from the hand of Adaliah. Jehoshaphat's name means something like Yahweh has sworn an oath, and her actions will be the source through which God's covenant to the house of David is indeed kept. The rebellion against Adaliah takes place in chapter 23. In the seventh year of her reign, the husband of Jehoshaphat, Jehoiada, who is also a priest, assembled all the people, and initiated a conspiracy to take down the queen and place a legitimate heir of David back on the throne. The coup works, and Adaliah is quickly removed. Jehoiada then renews the covenant with the new king and with all the people, and the line of David is restored, and the hope for the future is renewed. Chapter 24 picks up the reign of King Joash, who at seven years old was the youngest to ever assume the throne. His story falls into three parts. The first section, verses 1 through 3, describe the good side of Joash's reign. Yahweh's blessings were certainly upon him since he reigned in Jerusalem for 40 years. However, verse 2 foreshadows the problems to come. It states that Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but only during the years of Jehoiada the priest. Jehoiada chose two wives for Joash, thus working to restore the Davidic monarchy with the possibility of multiple heirs to follow Joash. The second part of the king's story, verses 4 through 16, detail positive things that Joash accomplished during his reign, most notably restoring temple worship and renewing the offerings that made the restoration and renewal of the temple possible. Joash had a chest made for the offerings of the people and placed it outside the gate of the temple of the Lord. The people are narrated as joyful and generous, and the temple was indeed renovated, and even the articles used for worship were recrafted. This section ends with a note about Jehoiada's righteous death 
and the unique honor given to him that he was buried with the kings in the city of David. But as was foreshadowed, the death of the priest had negative effects on King Joash. In the third part of his story, verses 17 through 27, we get details about how he turned away from that faithfulness that marked the earlier part of his reign. Joash turned towards idolatry, and then he kills the prophet Zechariah, who was also the son of Jehoiada, who called him back to fidelity to God. Punishment from God came swiftly in two forms. The armies of the Arameans came down upon Judah, and then his own officials had him assassinated while he was sleeping. And unlike the faithful priest Jehoiada who cared for him, Joash was not buried with his royal ancestors. But the lineage and rule of David was saved and would continue through his son Amaziah. As we will see tomorrow, Joash will be the first in a line of Judean kings who started well but then ended badly. Their stories remind me of some of the tragic stories in our own day of leaders or ministers who start really well but then their pride, their ego, and their sin end up undoing the early victories and successes that God had accomplished through them. The psalm for today, Psalm 56, ends with a prayer for God to grant to the psalmist perseverance and faith. The psalmist writes, I will fulfill my promises to you, God. I will present thanksgiving offerings to you because you have saved my life from death, saved my feet from stumbling so that I can walk before God in the light of life. That prayer matches Joash's life well. So read these texts carefully today, looking for things you've not seen before. Journal your thoughts, your prayers, and questions. And may we allow the one who began a good work in us to bring it to completion as well. Our text for tomorrow, our Second Chronicles chapters 25 through 27. I'll talk to you tomorrow.